Well, good Tuesday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. As I shared yesterday, we're going to be looking at, at the nation of Israel again, but this time not so much looking at what's been going on now, what is going on. We're going to be looking at what's going on in the future. Yes. Uh, as you study the Old Testament and the New Testament, but especially the Old Testament, it's very clear that God's very excited about the future kingdom of Jesus Christ when he rules and reigns. And knowing that uh, with God, there's no such thing as time. God is eternal. And so in his mind, the future is as secure as the present. So I want to go to Psalm 87. And what we have in this psalm is we have a psalm of praise that's written prophetically about the reign of Jesus Christ on the earth during the millennium, which is yet to come. Mm -hmm. And there's some language here that is just magnificent. So I want to read Psalm 87, beginning in verse 5. God says, regarding Jerusalem, it will be said, everyone enjoys the rights of citizenship there, and the Most High will personally bless the city. Well, we know how that's manifested because Jesus Christ is actually ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. Now listen to this beautiful language in verse 6. When the Lord registers the nations, now think about that, that is Jesus. When he registers the nations, so as ruling and reigning in Jerusalem, he's organizing the whole world at that time. When the Lord registers the nations, he will say, they have all become citizens of Jerusalem. The people will play flutes and sing, the source of my life springs from Jerusalem. Now think about that. The whole world will the become world. citizens of Jerusalem. And earlier in the chapter, the psalmist mentions some particular countries because he mentions Egypt right. and Babylon and Philistia and Tyre and Ethiopia. And, you know, those some of those countries are in the news right now. And, and I don't... It's true. I don't see them being registered as citizens of Jerusalem no. or worshiping the Lord. So something big is going to change. Babylon would be Iraq. Uh, the area that's known as Philistia would be largely the Gaza Strip. And, you know, uh, Ethiopia is not, not necessarily an enemy, but all those nations are, with the exception of Ethiopia, pretty much are enemies right now. Right. And yet God is saying the day will come when all these nations... Uh, will become citizens of Jerusalem. And the, and the Lord's going to register them. Right. I think that's so exciting. Now, I don't, I'm not sure I know exactly how that's going to happen, but yeah. I, I love what the Bible says in Isaiah 9, 7, when it talks about all these things that Jesus is going to do when he rules and reigns. And he just simply, Isaiah writes from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. In other words, we don't know how he's going to do it, but God wants to do it, so he's going to do it. Yeah, we don't we don't know the timetable on a lot of things. We know it's getting near, but I was reminded because I think you mentioned this a few days ago, or maybe it was at uh, book by book. But you talked about when you were just a boy when there was that huge battle was at the Six Day War, mm -hmm. and your dad just confidently announced yep. to you that Israel was going to win when uh, that was against all odds. Oh no, nobody thought yeah, they had a yeah, chance. No, and you know as you're watching the headlines today, and of course we're we're pre-recording this, so you're watching it on Monday. We're actually recording it on the Thursday before. But I do know this, it can look bleak, and we know there's some things that are going to happen that aren't going to look good, but I know this. I know that Israel isn't going to lose. They're not going to lose Jerusalem. They're not going to lose their land. I don't know exactly what the outcome will be, but we know that they're going to remain in their land, and God's going to bless them there. You know, I don't know how people live if they don't have some understanding, cursory that it might be, but I don't know how they function in this world without a, a basic knowledge of Bible prophecy. Mm -hmm. 
if nothing else, just to know that God's got all this worked out. I mean, I think I did a sermon. I can't remember which series it was, but, you know, in the prophets, God says, I have a plan for the whole earth. And he does. And his plan is right on schedule. Okay, so I know we're going to wrap up here in just a minute, but I wanted to bring up something. I was telling you we had a question that came in. Okay. That uh, someone was asking a question, uh, uh, having a hard time distinguishing the last days from the period of the tribulation. Can you explain the difference between when the Scripture is talking about the last days and what the tribulation uh, the difference well, would be. Yes, the last days is, is a broad term that refers to the time before the end. And so last days refers to season of, of prophecies being fulfilled. And so that, of course, we've been in the last days for a long time. Mm -hmm. The tribulation is something very different. The tribulation isn't the last days. It's its own entity, its own standalone period of time, which begins with the... Um, as we talked about last weekend, it begins with the revelation of the Antichrist. Doesn't mean that he's ruling the world yet, but it's just the he's world. Will, the world will get to know him, and it ends with Armageddon. So that's the tribulation period, the seven-year period of time, beginning with the Antichrist, ending with Armageddon, and then the coming of the Lord. And what we've talked about—that kingdom that the Lord rules and reigns—in—happens uh, uh, after the uh, after the Battle of Armageddon. So we are in the last days, which is oh, a yeah. precursor to the yeah. tribulation. We are not in the tribulation, but we are in the last days. So I hope that helps clarify that. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Well, Mary Alice, would you pray for us today? Yes, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the comfort of your word and for the uh, glorious future that we have to look forward to. And again, I just pray that you would be at work in all things. I know you are. I know that you've promised us that you're working in all things for good and for your glory. And I just pray that you would be with each of us, each family, each individual, that you'd help us even this day to fulfill uh, your purpose in our life. Help us to have the peace and comfort, the courage and the faith, whatever um, is ahead for us. I just pray that you would carry us through this time, guide us um, as we walk through these days. Um, that we would know which way to go and, and how to think and how to speak. Just guide our thoughts and our, and our words. Help us to remember to be kind and loving to those around us. And we're just going to trust you for all of our needs and give you all the praise and the glory. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. I pray you have a wonderful day. And God willing, we'll see you on Wednesday. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>